Hey, how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pedal, Daf eighty four of Masech Tzibes. Friends, Daf eighty four. Well, excuse me. So we talk about like what happens if uh, I don't know some guy dies and then the, everyone wants the chaperah and his money. So it says the Mishnah Mishemez Veniach Isho Valcho Veyorshin. Okay, so you have a guy he dies. And now he's got a wife, people who he owes money to, inherit people who inherit him, let's say his kids. And he's got a um, deposit or a loan some other place. So now everyone's like, oh, sweet, let's go chaperain. So Reb Tarfin Omer says Reb Tarfin, he knows the kosher shabbat. So Reb Tarfin says you give it to I don't know like the I guess weaker one among them. The Gemara is going to explain what that means. Reb Akiva Omer in Rachman Badin. Reb Akiva says, look, as nice as we want to be, we can't have mercy and judgment. We have to stick to the laws. The deposit and the loan goes to the. Uh, inher- those right, the inheritors of the husband, not to the wife, not to the um, creditors. Because if the wife or the creditor want to chaperain, they need to swear, whereas the inheritors do not need to swear. Now, I think we had Taka seen recently whether ah, I think that was a shadow about the mizonis. Maybe if the mizonis are considered. Like, uh, uh, the balcho, like a balcho of the, of the husband or the yasmin. But what, the ksuba is basically what she has to swear in order to collect the ksuba? I don't know. Because I don't really know what that means, I guess. If he left, if there, if he left the fruits that were separated from the ground, so whoever chops marine first gets them. If the wife chapterain more than the value of her ksuba, or if um, the uh, uh, creditors chapterain more than they were owed, hamoser with with regard to the the difference, the extra chapterain bits, the extra li chapterain bits. Reb Tarfin Omer says Reb Tarfin Yinosn the Kol Shabbat you give it to sort of the weaker one. Reb Akiva Omer says Reb Akiva Ein Rachman Badin we don't have any mercy when it comes to judgments. Rather El Yinosn the Yerushim it goes to the inheritors. I assume it's like the kids basically. Shekulim Tzrichin Shvua because they would all like the wife and the and the creditors would have to swear in the Yerushim Tzrichin Shvua whereas the kids don't need to swear. Lamali the Misne Milve Lamali the Misne Pikadun why do we need to list both the concept of a loan that's someplace or a deposit that's someplace. Tzricha, uh, we need it. Itana milve, because if we would only mention the loan, that this is where Rib Tarfin says that uh, it doesn't automatically go to the kids. Mishum demilve nitno, because a loan, this is something that's going to come up, I guess, probably more, I don't know, probably more than like Bavakama or something, that there's this concept of mil, maybe Bavamitziya? It comes up. That, you know, if I lend you $100, I don't anticipate that I'm going to get that exact $100 bill back, right? I assume you're going to spend the $100 and give me something else. Give me a different $100 back. So therefore, so it's not like, you know, uh, 
the thing is here that we should give it back to the to the to the right that it that it should belong to the kids, um, ra- right? So rather let the wife or the uh, creditor take it. Avopikadon when it comes to a deposit, the isebeene, which is you know if I if I lend you so right if there's like if I have a physical item someplace, well that physical item should be returned to the to the kids. So that, right, so I might think, I might think, well, in that case, Ribtarfim would just say, okay, it goes to the kids, not to the creditor or to the wife, or the, or the widow. Vitana, ha, and if we would only have the case of the deposit, this is where Rabakiva says that it goes to the kids, because it's Be'en, because we see it, it's, it exists physically. But I might think that when, if, when it comes to the loan, so where, you know, they're not getting back the exact thing that they gave. So I think that he would agree with Rabtarifin that if the creditor or the, or the, or the widow takes it, that, that they would be able to keep it. Therefore, we need both cases. My Lakosha, what does it mean to the weaker one? The one who has the weaker proof, right? So for example, uh, you know, whoever has a document with the latest date on it, which means that they will have the least chance of being able to collect from properties since they can only collect from properties that were sold since the date on their document, not earlier. So whoever's got the latest date on the document would be considered the um, weakest one. And that's who would be able to collect, um, you know, the, from this loan or whatever, according to Reb Typhon. Reb Yochanan Omer, Omer says Reb Yochanan, Subas Isha, Mishum Chino. So Reb Yochanan says that the weakest, that, right, that the weakest is, is a reference, the Koshal is a reference to the Ksuba. Right, that the uh, that the widow would would have access, and the reason why is mishum chino, so that she'll want to get married. It's interesting that we've seen the second time recently that we do things to make sure that the women are going to want to get are going to want to get married, because otherwise they won't want to get married, right? So therefore, um, therefore what? Right. So therefore, we kind of work into this that um, in the event that there's this loan or whatever, she'll be able to get it. So it's just like uh, I guess. You know, more of incentive that she'll be able to recoup her um, ksuba more easily. Ketanoi, it's like a machlokas tanoi, but Binyamin Omer says a Binyamin the koshal shibiraya to the one with the weakest uh, uh, sort of proof, the weakest document, bukasher, and that's a, and that's, we should rely upon it. That's a good opinion. Rabbi Omer says, Rabbi Lazar, ksubas ishim shumchina, that, um, that the koshal shibayim is referring to the ksuba of the woman so that she will be more uh, enticed to get married. If they left fruits, if there were fruits that were separated from the ground, right? So we saw that according to Reb Tarfin, it would go to um, the kosher shabbat, right? The the, the whatever, however we define kosher kosher shabbat, and Reb Akiva had said that um, it goes to the yorshin. So why is Rabbi Akiva specifically commenting on, uh, you know, if they were, you, you, right, right, the, right, that if they chaptarine more than what they were actually owed, so then the leftovers would go to the Yorshin. All of it should go to the Yorshin, according to Rabbi Akiva. Enochinami. Ve'aydi da'om Rabbi Tarifin Moser, ta'na iunami Moser. Since Rabbi Tarifin, um, you know, he's, he's specifically saying that the uh, leftovers would go to the Yorshin, but, um, but, um, um, no, I'm sorry. So, so the leftovers would go to the Koshal Shabbat, 
but according to Bakiva, all of it would, would, would go to the Yorshin, but because of Tarfim was talking about the left, the, so the, the, the difference, so Bakiva also commented on the difference, but really all of it would go to the Yorshin according to Bakiva. Bakiva, Tvisa, Lo, Mahanya, Klal. Now, according to Bakiva, if the widow or the inherit or, or the creditors, Chaptarain, this stuff, it wouldn't work at all. So it means that, well, if they hopped before, um, you know, while he was still alive, so then, so then it would work. Okay? Fine. Um, now, Reb Taifin who says that if the creditor or the widow hop uh, it, so then um, it's theirs. So then where is this where are these fruits that they're hopping? So Avishmuel say that it would have to be in Rishusarabim. But if it was in sort of like a quiet area off of Rishusarabim, that would be considered, you know, a place where a kinyan could be made, so then they wouldn't be able to hop it around. From there would be considered the Yarshans. No, even if it's in this um, area, this quieter area, even there, uh, if the widow or the or the um, creditor chaptar aran, it would be theirs. Don't dine a There was a court that judged like Reb Tarfin that they can chaptar aran. The ahadre rishlakish leuvdeminayon rishlakish made you know basically disagreed and ruled in opposite of the court. Amalei Reb Yochanan. Reb Yochanan says to rishlakish, I don't understand. The, we have a court that passing like Reb Tarfin. And you're undoing that to hold like Rabbi Kiva, what? Is Rabbi Kiva's, uh, um, opinion, like it's Allah Moshe Misinai, that it can overturn the courts? So let's say that the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlokish regarding Rabbi Kiva's opinion is the following. Oh, very interesting machlokas. That in Masechta Sanejin, there's a concept of Tabit Mishnah, right? If you have a Bezdin that makes a mistake with something that's obvious, I mean, it's black and white. I mean, they, they, they clearly just got it wrong. So then, so then, the, then, the, then the, then the verdict is, is thrown out because I mean, it was, it was, ob, it was, it was objectively wrong. So therefore, we have a concept of Allah Kaba Kiva Mechaveru. That Allah is like if there's a machlov between Rabbi Akiva and somebody else, Allah is like Rabbi Akiva. And therefore, and therefore, and therefore, and therefore, uh, the Allah is objectively like Rabbi, like Rabbi Akiva. So I say that the Machlokas between Rishlakish, who therefore ruled against the ruling of the Bezdin, who ruled like Rabbi Tarfin, so he, he holds that Tabit Mishnah Choser, that well, if you make a mistake with, when it comes to something that's objective, you know, objective, right? So therefore, the court was objectively wrong. So we're going to throw out their verdict. Whereas, whereas Rabbi Yochanan does not hold a Tabit Mishnah Eino Choser. Right, I mean, he holds Tabit Vamishna Eino Chose. No, Tabit Vamishna Chose. No, both Rabbi Shimon, both, both Rishlakish and Rabbi Yochan hold that if you make a mis- an objective mistake, then the verdict is thrown out. Here's the Machlokas. My Savar Alacha Kabakiv Michaveru Velo Mirabo. My Savar Alacha Afilu Mirabo. That, that Rishlakish holds, right, meaning the assumption right now is that Rabtar from Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. We're going to see in a second that maybe that wasn't the case. But we want to assume for now that Rabbi Tarfim was Akiva, Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. And therefore, Ishlakish holds that the Locha is not only like Rabbi Akiva against the colleague, but even like Rabbi Akiva when it's him against his teacher. And therefore, that's why we threw out the verdict of the, 
Bezdin, because they objectively ruled like Rabbi Tarfim, which is incorrect. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, while well, the Alacha is like Rabbi Kiva, when it's against the colleague, but not against his Rebbe, and therefore the ruling of the Bezdin stands. But, um, okay, where am I? Vibai Sema, alternatively. No, everyone agrees that the Lachas of Kiva from a colleague, Velome Rabbah, but not against his Rabbi. Here the Machlokas is, my sover, Rib Tarfin Rabbo Abba, my sover, Chavero Abba. That Rabbi Yochanan holds that Rib Tarfin was his Rebbe, and therefore, you know, we don't automatically pass in the Kiva, whereas Rib Rishlakish held that Rib Tarfin was Rabbi Kiva's colleague, and therefore we automatically pass in the Kiva. And that's why he threw out the verdict of the Bezdin. Um, okay. Vibay Sema, alternatively, the Chuliyama Chavero Hava, or everyone agrees that Reb Tarfim was Rabbi Kiva's colleague. That Rish Lakish says, look, Halacha Rabbi Kiva me Chavero. That if you're Machlokas between Rabbi Kiva and somebody else, the Halacha is like Rabbi Kiva, not like the other one. Therefore, the Bezdin was objectively wrong. Whereas Rabbi Kiva said, whereas Rabbi Yochanan holds Matin. That if you have machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and somebody else, we, you know, the, the, we assume like Rabbi Akiva, but if you have a bezin that passing like Rabbi Tarfin, we say we're going to go like that, we're not going to throw it out. Kravid Rabbi Yochanan Tafu's paradiyasme misimto. So the relatives of Rabbi Yochanan, a, a, a cow that belonged to orphans from a simta, from a quiet, um, place next to the Rishus Arabim. And, uh, because they were owed money. Also, the Kamit of Yochan, they came for Yochan. Amalu Shapit Tfastua. He said, okay, Seder. So you hopped it around. Right? Kind of like, right? Like, right? We said, Rishlakish and Yochan would say that even in a Simta, according to Rib Tarifin. Also, the Kamit of Shim bin Lakish, but when they came for Shim bin Lakish, Amalu, he said to them, Zilu Ahadar, you have to give it back. You have to give it back because the Allah is like a that you can't hop it around. Also, the comment of Yochanan, then they came back to Yochanan, Amr he says, Ma'esa shekhenek di chalukale. And Yochanan says, all right, you have to do like Rish Lakish, what can I do that somebody as great as me argues on me, which is pretty awesome that Rabbi Yochanan considers Rish Lakish to be as great as him since he basically taught Rish Lakish everything from nothing. How Bakra did Yasme, there was a fellow who was uh, sort of responsible for taking care of the animals of orphans, the Tafse Torimine and a creditor came and Chapterain a cow from him, uh, an ox from him. Balchovamer Michaim Tafisna lay. Now the creditor argues, what do you mean? I Chapterain when uh, the when the father was still alive. Uvakra Omar Lachamisa Tafse and the and the and the uh, um, guy in charge of the animal says, what Mapitom? You Chapterain after he died and you can't do that. They came for Abnachman Omele, and Abnachman says to the watcher of the animals, Islach, side to the Tafse, do you have witnesses that he proved it after the death? Omele Labi says, I do not. Omele, so Abnachman says, well, in that case, Well, if he wanted to lie, he could have just said that, right, that, right, that it's mine, that it's my cow. But he didn't say that. He said that he chopped it around as payment for his loan. And since he said that he chopped it around, so we could believe in that he chopped it around before the father died. But doesn't Rishlakish say that when it comes to animals, they don't have any kind of chazaka that we can't assume that it belongs to the uh, fellow who chopped it around? 
But we say, look, the reason why, why, why there isn't no, that there's no concept of chazake when it comes to an animal is because animals graze on their own. Because they graze on their own, we, we, you know, we have to be concerned that maybe he just chopped it around and he's saying that he purchased it or something. And then he's saying that it's his. Maybe he just grabbed it and stole it. But when it comes to, um, these animals, they're with a shepherd and therefore the animals aren't just grazing on their own, they're grazing with the shepherd and therefore we can assume that there's a chazaka and if he says that, look, this was mine already from before the guy died, we can assume that it was his from before the guy died. The, um, the, the house of the, of the Nisiya, right? Like the house of like the, 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 the Nasi, like the leader. So they took a maidservant that belonged to, um, orphans. Misimta from a, uh, from one of these quiet alleys. Yosef Rebbeau, Reb Chanino, Bar Papi, Reb Yitzchok, Nafcho, Yosef Rebbeau, Gabai, Reb Abba, Gabayu. So Reb Abbao, Reb Chanino, Bar Papi, Reb Yitzchok, Nafcho were sitting, and Reb Abba was there. Oichit, Amulu, and they said, Shapret Tafsisua, and they said, they said, okay, they, you know, the 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 house of the Nasi was able to chaper around, chaper around. Omar, Lu Reb Abba, Reb Abba said to them, Mishum Dvei Nasiya Ninu. Look, because it, they are the house of the Nasi, Mikhanfisu Lehu, you are, um, you, you are just, you know, trying to be nice to them since they're a powerful family. Because after all, because after all, of course, you know, there was that, 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 that court that, that ruled like Riptarfun, but, but, uh, Rishlakish says that we don't pass in Riptarfun, pass in Garba Kiva, that, right, that, uh, they, that they wouldn't be able to, um, Chop the maid servant around. Friends, that was that Pedalar of Mesechta Ksubis. We learned about what happens in a situation where you have a fellow who passes away and there are um, creditors and his wife wants her Ksube and there's also orphans and we say that um, you know, in order for them to be able to claim stuff, they would have to swear that they are owed. And um, so, so, so what happens if there's like a loan or something like that? So we see the machlokes between Reb Tarfin and Reb Akiva. Reb Tarfin says that we go to the Koshel Bahim. And we, there were two explanations of what the Koshel Bahim is. Either somebody who's got sort of a weaker star, that, a later written star, or it's a reference to the, to the widow. Um, so Reb Tarfin says that, that, uh, we would award the loan or the, or the deposit to the, sort of this Koshel Shabbat. Whereas Reb Akiva, Says that no, it goes memele to the um, it goes memele to the orphans, and the same thing also if there's if there's fruits and they chaperine fruits, and so Reb Tarfin would say that the leftovers, if there's more than what they're owed, so the leftovers will go to the kosher shabbat. Rabbi Kiva says mapetom, it all goes to the um, orphans. Along the way, we also um, learned about this concept of tabid varmishna choser, that when that when Bezna makes an objective mistake, uh, right, they make a ruling that's objectively incorrect. So then, uh, the verdict is, uh, thrown out, which is very interesting. Friends, that was that. Pedal of Mesech Taksubis. Hope you enjoy. Peace out.